Hey girl, and welcome to the Soul Social Podcast with your host, Nina Webb. This podcast is your one-stop shop for all things mindset, business strategy, manifestation, and more. After building a successful online community of over 13,000 women and scaling to 5K months in a matter of months, I am on a mission to help as many women as possible do the same. I want to help you take action to build a life of time and financial freedom you've always dreamed of and to truly believe in yourself and your business. I'll be spilling the tea in weekly episodes about what it actually takes to step into your next level self and have a successful business. So grab a cup of coffee or a herbal green tea and let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Soul Social Podcast. I am so happy to have you here. I've been having a little bit of issues recently with my mic. Um, I've ordered a new mic and I'm waiting for it on Amazon, but it's not arrived yet and I desperately like really wanted to get this episode out this week. So here we are, I'm recording it on my old, literally 10 pound microphone, but who cares? Cause we're here and we're doing the thing and we're all about taking the messy action and showing up, you know, even when not everything is perfect. So today I wanted to talk about some things they don't tell you about starting a business and some things that really no one talks about. So I'm gonna talk about five things and I feel like in the business world there is so much that isn't said and is really overlooked and there's so much I feel like there's a move towards reality on social media on Instagram but I feel like so much of the time it's not always the truth it's not always genuine it's there's still people hiding a lot of things so I really wanted to lift the lid on a few things about being a business owner, which I feel like aren't really spoken about at all. So number one, there will be months where you make less money. If you're starting out, like you might have months where you make no money and nobody talks about this. Like I've never seen another coach. I've never seen anyone else really address this much on Instagram that there will be months where where you don't make any money, especially the first few months when you start a business you don't expect that money to come in straight away. The way that Soul Social grew and the way that I grew was quite unusual in terms of as soon as I launched paid services, as soon as I launched paid products, they sold really, really well. And I had a really successful first month where I made like 2.3K and it was crazy and overwhelming, but that is not the norm. And to be honest, even before then, from January to March, so for three months, I was building up my brand and I was not even trying to monetize it because I knew that there was a stage of brand building, of building awareness, of getting my message out there, building myself up as an authority that came way, way, way before even trying to monetize anything. So I knew that that stage existed and I was happy to honor that stage. For some people, it might be longer than that. It might be that when you first launched the paid services, you haven't had that time to build up your authority, you haven't, it just hasn't taken enough time maybe. So those first few months could be very quiet months. You might get the odd client, but likelihood is you won't make much money in the first few months. Like I know that I'm a bit of a a special case there. I actually have a family friend and they own a school uniform shop. And for example, in their shop, which they've had, it's usually successful now. They've expanded it so much um, and they do so many things. But when they first launched it many years ago, they didn't make a single dime of profit for the first two years. 
for two whole years, they didn't make anything. Can you imagine how much startup costs there were for a bricks and mortar business, for a for the shop, for all the um, all the warehouse costs, all the um, just all of the costs of starting of starting that kind of business, which is so much higher than starting an online business. So we are so actually fortunate in the online business space, a lot of us, that we don't have that many startup costs compared to what a lot of previous businesses have had. So I just want to really normalize that, especially at the start of your journey. There will be months where you probably make no money. And even later than that, even at any stage of your income, at any stage of your business, there will be months where you make less. And so few big business owners talk about this, but actually I saw recently one six-figure business owner admit that I think it was the month of October or November she said look I barely made any money during this month I had this going on in my personal life and like blah blah um and I actually thought that was so refreshing because that just goes to show that even at the six-figure stage there are months that are a lot more quiet and uh, in my business for example I had very successful months in October where I made almost 5k in sales and then I had a very very successful month in August where I made I did make 5k in sales and I had very very quiet months in September was a lot more of a quiet month November has been a quiet month um except for kind of a bit on Black Friday but overall was quite a quiet month and just know that these income peaks and income dips are normal this is what we signed up for guys this is what we signed up for as being business owners like I feel like there's so much content out there about consistent 5k months, consistent 10k months, consistent 15k months. There's nothing consistent about being a business owner. There is nothing consistent about our income for the majority of business owners. That is partially why we got into this gig because we aren't the ordinary person. We aren't the ordinary person who just wants a safe income and a safe amount of money each month. We are the people who thrive off the new. We are the people who thrive off change. We are the people who are brave, I guess, in a way, because we can accept that there will be times where it's higher, there will be times where it's lower, there will be times where we do more, where we're in an active mode, there will be times where we're in receiving mode as well. And we love that. We thrive off the change, which a lot of people who aren't entrepreneurs don't. So it's really about knowing that there will be months that you barely make any money and just accepting that. The second point I wanted to touch on is that circumstance can and does play a role in success. Again, this is not something a business coach will ever tell you um, or a social media coach will ever tell you because obviously their whole thing is follow the strategy exactly and that's going to lead you to success. And yes, strategy helps. Yes, mindset helps. Both of them are so, so crucial and fast track you to success. However, with anything, you can have an element of luck. Like I started Soul Social, for example, in January 2021. The UK was in lockdown. This was our, I think it was the third lockdown, January to March 2021. I believe it was the third one. But everyone was sat at home. Everyone was on their phones. Everyone was just chilling on social media. People didn't have much to do. That was literally all that people had to do. This was also a time a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people were unsure about their next steps. And a lot of other people were starting businesses using social media. So it's unsurprising that, because when I first started Soul Social, it was all about social media tips, hashtags, content, growth, and things like that. So it's really unsurprising that those pieces of content did really well. 
the reels went viral, you know, I had reels reaching 750k views and it's really no surprise that all of that took off with the current climate that we were in. And it's no surprise I grew as quickly as I did because everyone was sat on their phones, everyone was trying to start this online business and everyone was looking at how they can do it, how they can grow it, how they can how they can learn more. And it was just really quite lucky with the timings, to be honest. Whereas now in comparison, obviously the lockdown ended after um, the summer, a lot of things opened up after summer. Comparatively now, it's a lot quieter. People are going back to nine to five jobs. Some of them, some of them are moving around, moving homes, moving places. Just generally people aren't on social media as much. People are out and about a lot more than they were. So just remembering that and realizing that circumstance can and often does play a role in success. And again, not a lot of people will necessarily admit that to you, but I always want to spill the tea. I always want to be super honest with you and tell you the real truth. So just knowing that sometimes there is that element of luck, especially with growth, for example, on social media, like I still work sometimes with influencers and you know, a lot of them ask me, is there like a special source to grow? Like, how do I just have that, have my account take off? I see other people doing things really similar to me and their account is taking off. So how do I do it? And it's the same, it's the same. Like it just takes one repose from a big brand. Like with every influencer that I know, obviously I've been an influencer myself for a few years. With every influencer that I know that has took off and is doing really well, they had that crucial moment. They had that moment where they took off, where a big brand reposted them, where something did really well on the explore page or something along those lines. If I can always pinpoint it to that one moment where kind of everything changed and things took off for them. It's really similar in the business world. You know, you could have one reel that takes off and then that's it. It's exactly what happened with Soul Social. There was like my first reel that took off after 30 days of posting reels straight every single day. That was my first reel that took off. And after that, the rest was history, brought in a lot of new followers. And after that, all of my reels were doing well. So honestly, there is that big element of luck. There is that lucky break element to, to social media success and to business success generally sometimes. It, it does exist. But obviously we can minimize the luck element. We can minimize that chance element by having a really strong strategy and a really strong mindset, but still bearing that in mind. The third point I wanted to talk about of the things that they don't tell you about starting a business is that with every new level, there is a new challenge. Business does not get easier. The quicker you grow and the higher you grow. In fact, usually it gets harder. This is exactly what happened with me in terms of with the success that I had with Soul Social. When I first started it, I was thinking, oh, it'd be great to hit this income goal. It'd be great to hit this. It'd be great to have this many followers. And when it happened, I was not ready. Like I was so overwhelmed. I could not do it. I constantly felt the pressure to keep succeeding. I constantly felt the pressure from everyone else to keep posting, to keep producing this amazing content. You know, if several reels go viral, the rest of them have to keep going viral. You know what I mean? And from people I spoke to who also had pieces of content take off and do really well, they've said something very similar. And they've said that they also felt this pressure a lot of the time. And I feel like a lot of the time people think that hitting a certain income goal will make them feel good, will make them feel secure, will make them feel confident, will make them know that they'll be able to succeed in business. Like this is something I hear all the time. Like when I hit, you know, a full-time income in my business, I'll invest in a coach. When I hit a 5k month, I'll quit my job. When I make this much in a year, 
I'll move to the country I've wanted to move to for ages or I'll buy that thing I've wanted to buy for ages. I hear this all the time and honestly, it does not get easier because as soon as you get to 5K, you want a 10K month. And as soon as you get to a 5K month, if you're not feeling secure, if you're not feeling secure at 1K, if you're not feeling secure at 2K, if you're not feeling secure at 5K, you're not gonna feel secure at the rest of them. You're not gonna feel secure at 10K. You're not gonna feel secure at six figures. You will never feel safe and secure if you are relying on this external thing to prove your worth, to prove that your business is good, to prove that you can do it and that you are safe and that business is sustainable and that it's not going anywhere. You need to know that now, trust me, because the more that you put that pressure on external things, on something else to prove that, you're worthy to prove that your business is worthy, the harder it will be. And the more that your income grows, the worse you will feel, believe me, because when I grew so quickly with Soul, I was honestly not prepared and it led me to burnout. I, after my first launch, I didn't know how to handle all these people asking me questions all the time. Huge success I had with the collective, like almost 60 people joined the collective in my first launch, it was crazy. And it was honestly a lot and I wasn't ready for it. And it led to a point where I had to have like two weeks off after that because I was honestly completely burnt out, completely broken. And you just need to know that it doesn't necessarily get easier when you hit that point of success. So you have to decide right now that it gets to be easy. You have to decide right now that you are worthy, that your business is good, that your business is gonna succeed. You know, 5K months is not an indicator of success if it doesn't feel like one to you. Okay, number four, the fourth thing that I don't tell you about starting a business. Mistakes are inevitable. Mistakes will happen no matter what niche you're in, no matter what business you're in. I feel like before we start a business, we are used to performing well in our jobs. We're used to performing well at schools. We're used to, at schools, at school. We're used to performing well in university. We're used to getting good grades. We're used to, you know, whatever it is, we're used to performing well. And a lot of us do have this perfectionism kind of in us in that if I make a mistake, it's going to look really bad because I feel like this is the way that we're brought up in schools. This is the way that we're brought up in jobs as well. But there is nothing wrong with making mistakes in business. And actually mistakes in business are necessary. So they're not just inevitable, they're actually necessary for you to learn and for you to grow because this is some work I do with clients. For example, I have a couple of clients who are very perfectionistic and have struggled with that from kind of the beginning of when we started working together. And this is one of the biggest hurdles that I break down with clients and get them to take something I call messy action, which is exactly what I'm doing right now, recording this on my own mic. I just wanted to get it out there rather than waiting around for my new one to arrive. And it's exactly that, it's about taking the action, even if you know it's gonna be imperfect because it's so much better to show up imperfectly than it is to wait around for a perfection that never comes. And just know that honestly, in the beginning, you will fuck up. Not even just in the beginning, like whenever you try something new, there is always gonna be hurdles, there is always gonna be things that go wrong. Tech issues can happen. This happened to me in so many masterclasses where, I sent out the wrong Zoom link or there was like, people didn't know the passcode. It happens all the time, but we move, we move and we improve. I feel like new slogan for Soul Social, we move and we improve. For example, in my in that first collective launch, which was my most overwhelming launch where so many people joined, my laptop broke halfway through the launch, halfway through that week. It just literally died a final death. It was like seven years old at this point. And 
I was struggling. I just didn't know what to do. I was panicking. I was like, oh my God, I'm in launch. How am I gonna, how am I gonna get all this content out there? How am I gonna answer people's questions? But, you know, I figured it out. We moved. I, I actually was so grateful because during that time I had enough money to order a new MacBook, which I've never done before. My previous laptop was a gift from my parents. So I've never actually bought something so expensive for myself, I don't think, except for the one designer bag, which is another whole story for another day. But that broke. And I was so thankful that because of the success Soul Social had had, I was able to just order a new one, order it with next day delivery, and we moved through it. And just know that there is always a solution. And honestly, I told that story and so many people reacted with sympathy. I think you think that people are gonna think you're not professional. People are gonna think, you know, you're not that good, you're not that put together as a business owner if you, I don't know, your laptop breaks and you delay a masterclass or you know, you're not feeling well. So, so you delay the launch of your program. It's thing we worry so much what other people might think, what other people might say about us, but usually other people are only ever going to be supportive, especially the people in this amazing community that we're all in. They're only ever going to love you and support you and everyone understands. And the key really is to learn to laugh at your mistakes, learn to laugh at yourself, and then no one will laugh at you. If you're if you're there, if you're, you know, on a masterclass and there's some tech issues and it messes up and you're laughing at yourself and you're saying, oh my God, you know, I'm terrible with tech, whatever, this, this is kind of what I do, then no one is going to be laughing at you. You know, people are going to understand, people are going to relate, people will laugh with you, but it will never feel like anyone's ever laughing at you if you can accept the inevitability of mistakes, if you can accept that not everything has to be perfect. And honestly, the main lesson I've learned of being a business owner this year is to take action and to not wait for it to be perfect because I feel like that was something I still felt at the beginning of Soul Social because I spent months trying to perfect everything behind the scenes before I launched. Kind of as 2021 has gone on, I've learned it's more about getting the word out there, launching, you know, and having having it be imperfect and getting constant feedback on it, getting constant feedback on what people are saying what people are thinking and constantly learning and adapting. So it's all about making mistakes, it's all about fucking up, trying, failing, and then adapting and moving on. And then the last point I wanted to make, the fifth thing they don't tell you about starting a business is that not everyone will understand your business and sometimes they never will. Honestly, starting a business can be pretty lonely. Like this again is something I don't really see anyone speak about because most of the people in your life might not understand what you're doing. They might understand why you're starting a business. They might not have the same mindset as you. They might not understand why you don't just get a safe job, why you don't just work in a nine to five and get a guaranteed income each month. And I don't blame them because this is the way that we're brought up. This is the way that society teaches us is the best way to live. We know we're taught to work nine to five that we don't really like just to bring home a paycheck and then live for two days at the weekend and do that until we can retire finally at 65 and have maybe 20 happy years of our life after the first 65 of them have been miserable. And I don't know about you, but that was just something I never resonated with, something I never wanted. And I know that if you're listening, that's probably something that you felt as well. But you know, not everyone has that mindset just because that is something that is so ingrained in our society. Like for example, when I started my business, most of the close people in my life didn't understand the business when I opened it. They didn't believe it could work. My own parents actually didn't necessarily understand the business and it took me having financial success in it 
for them to finally see it and finally understand and be like, okay, this can actually make an income. But I think there was this feeling at the beginning that, you know, if you make a little bit of income, that's great. But then when I kind of exceeded all their expectations, they kind of finally were like, okay, you know, maybe there is something in this online business thing. Maybe it's actually powerful. And especially with online business and especially with the older generation, so many of them will not necessarily understand the importance of social media, will not necessarily understand how powerful it is. They might say things like, you know, is that really a real job? Like, how can you talk about that? Are you qualified to talk about that? But people do things that they're not traditionally qualified for all the time. In, in nine to five jobs, there's so many things I did in my old jobs that I was not being paid for, that I was not qualified for, that I not had the training for, and I did them all the time just because my boss asked me to. And this is honestly such a huge thing, not just in the corporate world, but that happens to me in retail as well. And what is being qualified anyway? Like, what does that even mean? Because <laughs> for me, if you have been through this experience, especially if we're talking about something like mindset, if you have been through that experience, if you have overcome such a huge hurdle, if you have overcome such a big struggle and you want to help other people do the same, then that's amazing. And, you know, obviously I'm not saying you're a licensed therapist. I'm not saying you're a licensed counselor or a psychologist, but if you have been there, you have done it, you have that experience and you can share it with other people because you are the proof. You are the living, breathing proof. Like you have been there, you've done that, you've got the t-shirt, you are proof that it can be overcome. And that is so inspiring to so many people. So while not everyone might understand that, just know that if you are passionate about something, if you've learned about it, you know, if you, I'm not saying you have to know everything about a subject to talk about it, but if you know enough, if you've talked about it, if you learned, you've read about it, you've done courses about it, then you can absolutely talk about it and don't let anyone else's opinions deter you because at the end of the day, you're trying to do a good positive thing. You're trying to help other people in their lives. You're trying to help them in some way and don't let anyone take that away from you. But yeah, as I said, not everyone will understand, but the main part is that you understand. And that is why it's so powerful to have an online community that respects you, that understands you, that knows what you're doing and that you can bounce ideas off of as well. So that's pretty much it for this podcast episode. To summarize the five things I don't tell you about starting a business, just to recap were, number one, there will be months where you make less money. Number two, circumstance can play a role in success. Number three, with every new level, there will be a new challenge. Number four, mistakes are inevitable and actually they are necessary. And number five, not everyone understands your business and sometimes they never will. I feel like that's a bit of a depressing note to leave it on. Just know, like I said, that there's a lot of people online who do understand your business and you can find your tribe elsewhere in terms of people who love you, people who understand you. And if you wanted to go deeper with me at the moment, if you're looking for a way to up-level your mindset, to step into that next level confident self that you've been dreaming of, who can show up consistently for her business and attract her dream clients to her, my January program might be for you. It's gonna be a very intensive, small high level program there's only going to be eight spots available and it's going to be focused around mindset it will be a three-month container and i am just so excited for it so if this sounds like something you are interested in i'm going to put the link in the podcast description for the waitlist for you to join where you get the exclusive early access for all of the eight spots you are the first to learn all the details and you're the first to be able to buy with a exclusive discount as well and obviously hit me up on Instagram, message me if you have literally any questions about 
any of the things in the program or if you had any kind of comments or questions about what I shared in the podcast. But yeah, until next time, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it was exactly what you needed to hear today. Screenshot and share the episode to your Instagram stories and tag me at soulsocial underscore so I can hear your main takeaways and share you with my own community. And if you love this episode, please leave a review so we can get the podcast out to more heart-centered entrepreneurs who need it. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.